Welcome to Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And first of all, I just want to say thank you guys so much. Just this last week, we passed a thousand downloads, which, to be honest, I am super, super happy about getting there with having only done 12 episodes so far. So thank you so much for sharing this podcast. And thank you so much for, uh, yeah, thank, thank you so much for listening. I really, really appreciate it. And thank you so much for the very kind messages that I've received from people that have said that this podcast has really blessed their life. As, as I've said before, if I'm being honest, when this podcast first became an idea, I, it wasn't one I exactly jumped on because I didn't want to add one more thing to my schedule. But I'm so glad that I did. And I really, really enjoy sitting down and talking to you guys each week. And, and it is it's super fun hearing you guys, hearing your messages and, you know, when you guys follow me on uh, Instagram and comment on things, just seriously, just, just thank you. Thank you so much. Today's episode is episode 13 and it's entitled, what if you stopped trying to make life fair and just enjoyed your life? Lately, one of the themes I've been seeing a lot is this theme of fair. What is fair? What is right? What is the way that things should be? And if I'm being 100% honest, I can't think of a worse question to ask yourself. Anytime you start out with the way that the the words that this is not how this is supposed to be, this shouldn't be happening. First of all, you're probably right. It probably shouldn't. And second of all, unless you want to start a giant crusade about it, and unless you want to actually do the work to get it changed, if it's something that you can actually possibly maybe change cool but especially when it comes with what somebody else's actions are you can't control other people and the more you try to control other people the more they it will control you one of the things that i've heard about recently are friends dealing with family situations you can't control your family. You, you can't control what they're going to think about you being single or not being single or about how you're supposed to already be married by now and about if you were doing better in your life that, you know, it, that it would be working out for you. I, I remember watching a, a basketball game one time and the guy just couldn't miss. And they're like, oh, and he made some shots that, you know, just kind of bounced around and went in. It's like, oh, you must be living right. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It is. You know, we don't, you don't have enough pressure and stress on your life that you want to add more by adding what everyone else thinks about you. Keep the people in your life that want to be there. 
And the people that don't want to be there, let them go. Or, or at least don't make them as big of a part of your life as, as you are right now. Yeah, it's, it sucks. I mean, it's interesting. This, with a lot of the stuff going on in the world, I'm a, I've been fairly vocal on social media. And it's been interesting to see that, you know, people that I actually thought were many of my friends, like totally just, you know, unfriended or unfollowed or whatever me. And the interesting thing is, it just doesn't matter. We can't, you can't control those things. And if I sit there thinking, oh my goodness, what did I do? And some of these people, like, I was very close to one in particular. It's not the best question to ask yourselves. You can look back in your life. I've been doing this program and it's called The Artist Way. I just started it this week. If you've never heard of it, it's actually an awesome program. And I was told about it by my mentor, Michael Neal, three and a half years ago. He encouraged me to get it. Or, or he suggested it and just told me how a lot of his clients swore by it. Well, I started doing it, and it has you kind of dig back a little bit into your past. I got news for you. If you dig back into your past, you're going to find some pretty rotten things. No, I'm not opposed to it. Because it's interesting because a lot of the ways that we are today is because of something we went through. But it doesn't matter. Like, you don't have to dig and delve through your past to figure stuff out. You can. So, you know, it's an option I'm exploring. There's a video game I play called FIFA 21. And I play online sometimes with people. And I don't play, like, hours and hours a day normally. But I just like to play a little bit. And it's interesting because there's some guys that are super good and they've learned how to play within the rules of the game that FIFA allows, like bumping and tripping a little bit here and there. But they've learned just enough to annoy you and not to get called fouls. And so sometimes that would really bother me. And then, and then I realized, and so what I, well, what I would do is I would actually... I would try and kind of waste their time getting them to quit because I thought they were playing cheap. And then I realized that I'm wasting my time, not just theirs. People's actions do affect us. But to some level, we get to decide how they affect us. Now, if I simply realize that a guy is being cheap, I can, I can quit the game or I can just keep playing. But when it gets in my head, it gets me out of the game. Now, that's a, a really silly example to talk more about, like, life. Like, real life. What do you do when you feel that life's not fair? What, what do you do when you lose friends that you've had forever? What do you do when that person that you thought you were going to marry leaves you, breaks up with you. It seems to me that one of the most helpful things is to do our best to let those things go. I have. I've had many friends leave my life for reasons that made no sense.
but I can't control that. You know, it's interesting. You think about you think about some great leader right now, or some even some great person in the tech sphere. When they were younger, they some of them didn't have a lot of people near them. They didn't have a lot of close friends, especially some of the nerdy ones that have gone on to be super successful in tech. But as they found themselves, and as they got engaged in the game that they wanted to play in their life, those things came to them eventually. Now many of those tech people could have almost anyone as a friend. Doesn't matter if they're weird, quirky, whatever. Find your people that are your tribe. Find your people that are your flavor. The more you try to be everybody's style, the more exhausted you will be and the more unhappy you will be. No, it's not fair and it's not right for you know, many of the ways that some people are treated in the world. And that shouldn't be the case, but it is. And, and as Byron Katie says, like, when, when you argue with what is, you get hurt. When you argue with reality, you get hurt. If you want to be close to somebody, even in a romantic sense, and they don't want to be close to you, the longer you, the longer you long for that. I'm not saying you can't still hope for it or want it. I'm just saying the more time you, in, the more eggs you invest in that basket, the more frustrated you're going to be. Why is it that life's not fair? I, I think it's because we're all spiritual beings having a human experience. And at least in the beginning, until some people go down darker roads, I think everyone's just trying to do the best they can for themselves. They're thinking so much about themselves and about how they can enjoy their experience on this earth. And sometimes that involves you know, making choices that hurt other people. I don't think that we're born inherently bad. I think we're actually born inherently very good. But, you know, as time goes and as things happen in this life, life just happens. Maybe we can have a little bit more compassion for people that haven't had your experiences. You know, maybe they went through some traumatic and horrible experiences, which doesn't make what they are doing right but it does help us to understand a bit better. So what about with family? What do you do when you feel your family's not acting the way that they should? I think first of all, we understand the word should. I'm probably not acting the way that most of my family wants me to act. They're like, oh, Joseph, you should be married by now. I mean, even a even a, a famous church leader once said his name was Brigham Young, but he once said that after twenty four, you're a menace to society. So I'm like twelve years past that. So I don't know what comes after menace, but it can't be good. 
What judgments about other people are holding you back? What, what feelings are you holding on to so tightly that I once heard that revenge is like holding on to a hot coal, hoping the other person gets hurt? Oh, we know that sounds silly. And maybe judgment is too. I mean, it says in the scriptures to judge righteously. But I don't like it when other people judge me. I don't spend that much time thinking about it, but I don't like it. And there's a good chance that other people don't like it when we judge them. Maybe the answer is just to love everybody. To love everybody around us exactly as they are. And not for who we want them to be. There, there's a difference between seeing somebody's potential and treating them as they have that divine, that divinity within them to be this incredible person and looking at them with eyes of love and understanding and judging everything they do. You know, one of my, my incredible coach, her name's Carrie, and I remember one time that we were just talking and she just, and I shared with her some things and I honestly do not remember what I shared with her. This has been a little while now. But I do remember how she made me feel. I just felt so loved and so held. There's a beautiful Christian song and it's called Held. So the song is by Natalie Grant and it's called Held. And I just want to read the last line in here. It says, this is what it is to be loved and to know that the promise was when everything fell, we'd be held. This is what it means to be held. What if we could just hold the people around us like that? Usually when everybody's taking everything out on you, they feel like their own world is falling apart. That is why they're doing it. When that person flips you off on the road, when that person cusses you out, hey, Almost everybody's been there. Everybody's had that rough day. I mean, everybody's had that moment of fear where they felt everything was falling apart. And they didn't know what to do. Everybody has, has dreams and, and hopes and things that have been broken. There, there are people in the world that have had... Um, you know, everything taken from them. There are people in the world that have been abused, raped, etc. There are people in the world that have been through some massive pain. And what happened to those people is not okay. It was not right. But the longer they hold on to those feelings of how it wasn't okay, the more it will affect their life. I mean, the best thing to do almost in any situation is do what you can 
to release yourself of that judgment. If you were a hot air balloon, for example, and you had little sandbags all around you, and you couldn't seem to get up off the ground, it would probably occur to me to let go some of the sandbags. And some of those would cling on so tight, they're like, no, do you remember what this experience was like? If you let go of this, then that will mean something. It will mean something. It will mean that you're able to fly. Another cool example. I, I love, 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 love Peter Pan. You know, and there's and there's a, a part of the movie where they try to just kind of all these people kind of try to hold him down. That that's what your judgments do to you. When when you judge another person, it is not hurting them. I can almost promise you. It's like all the people, for example, that judge me for whatever reason. I don't hold on to most of it. Some of it I do. I'm human. And sometimes some stuff hurts and sucks. And I mean, you know, friendships that you've had for years, you seemingly can break like a piece of glass. But you don't control that. I don't control that. We don't need to have all the answers. We just need to have compassion. Both for yourself and for other people. There's a, there's a show on a, a channel called BYU TV. It's called Story Trek. I, I really haven't watched this much. But it is pretty cool how they... They kind of just, you know, roll a dice or throw something to the dartboard, you know, to make like to pick, first of all, what state they're going to and then what city and then what I mean, it just goes on and on. And then they end up with the perfect person that has a beautiful story to tell that wants their short story told. How awesome is that? What if you understood that the less you pay attention to the people that are trying to hold you down but actually don't have power to unless you let them, that you'll be free to fly. And like it says at Peter Pan, you know, second start of the ride and straight on till morning. You pick the direction that you want to go and you do the best you can to get there. One of the things we do the most is judge ourselves. Like that's really what this, the uh, artist way is about. It's about unblocking your creativity and getting rid of all those judgments. You know, first of all, we think about it. We think there's no way that we could possibly get rid of those judgments. Like, you know, this morning I, I, I'd had this, I have this list of crazy goals. By the way, my, my goal with the podcast in the next 90 days, I'd really love to get it to 10,000 10, downloads. So if you guys can help me with that and share it even more, I, I love doing this. And I want this message out to so many people. But one of these goals on this list was to write seven songs in the next 90 days. Now, what I mean by goal is basically to show up and work on it regularly 
And if I get it, awesome. And if I don't, awesome. And I really mean that. We put too much weight on our goals. But for whatever reason this morning, I just felt led and guided to sit down with my guitar. And, and I just sat there and I played. And then I actually studied a little bit on song structure. And I thought about a similar song that I wanted to kind of emulate in what I was writing. I, I haven't written a song in probably, well, six months or a little bit more. But before then, I hadn't written a song in like 10 years maybe more, we start thinking in our head, we have these judgments that I can't do that. Maybe it is because of something somebody once said. You know, I, I once worked, worked with an incredibly talented singer. I've worked with a, a few incredibly talented singers. I once worked with a client and she worked with, you know, one of the famous producers that you know does quite a bit of quite a bit of songs in the world like if if i said their name you would know who this particular uh you would know who this particular music director is and they said something very unkind to her and she always thought about that and then i worked with her a few times and my goodness she was a powerhouse of a singer oh my goodness like just it was just incredible. That's you. And whether it's your judgments about yourself, about your life not being fair, about what other people have done to you, you're only holding yourself back. Almost like if there was a movie, and there might be a movie with a bunch of ghosts trying to hold someone back from something they really want except realizing that the ghosts aren't there. I, I did a beautiful exploration along with this artist way on Monday. There were some things that had really been on my mind. Well, when I say really, I don't mean really. I just mean they pop up at like the worst possible times about potential decisions that I thought I might have missed or might have made. And what came to me was, as I was writing, was almost this giant cavern, like with tons of little caves. And as I went through a few of these caves, you know, potential maybe dating opportunities that I might have missed or other things, it was interesting where I thought there would be this big dragon inside the cave. There was just ghosts of dragons. And then with the thing that I had been troubled with the most, I looked in that cavern, it was sparkling clean. Not a ghost, not anything. And then I had another experience where I just pictured, I pictured the Savior. And if you're not religious, you can use this metaphor in whatever way you'd like. Um, maybe an angel of the universe or something for you. But I pictured Jesus Christ, the Savior, just taking his powerful light and putting it over all the peaks and valleys of my life, showing me the areas that I thought were scary, that weren't so scary, and then obliterating everything that was bad. There's a cool scripture that says, And now, Jacob, I speak unto you, 
Thou art my firstborn in the days of my tribulation in the wilderness. And behold, in thy childhood thou hast suffered afflictions, and much sorrow because of the rudeness of thy brethren. Nevertheless, Jacob, my firstborn in the wilderness, thou knowest the greatness of God, and he shall consecrate thine afflictions for thy gain. Wherefore, thy soul shall be blessed. You know, it's interesting as I read that. Maybe I'll get a little bit more vulnerable here. But my childhood was not the greatest. I really didn't think that much of myself. Especially, not so my childhood, but like once I start letting things matter. You know, elementary school, junior high, high school. It wasn't the greatest. I didn't have that many, like, you know, hardly any good friends or even close to good friends. And I had a lot of people that treated me very horribly. Now, honestly, I, I, I really did not say that for you guys to say, oh, I'm so sorry. I, I'm okay with it. I've just realized I'm, I'm certain people's cup of tea and I'm not certain people's cup of tea. I also do realize that from the past that boys will be boys. And every single one of those people was just trying to find their place in the world too. One of the most powerful things that I've done in my life. It's, it's been many years now since I did this, but I just, I kneeled down and I said a prayer. I just forgave everybody that had, I could ever think about that had ever hurt me. I just let it all go. And it was such a beautiful experience. The funny thing is I've I've actually become I've actually become with with one of the kids that tormented me as a kid. Um we've actually become somewhat friends. Which is super cool on his part, and I also give myself credit. It, you know, I wanted to say it takes a lot to forgive somebody, but it doesn't. I mean, there's there's almost nobody from my past that I wouldn't forgive. I, I say almost in case I forgot of some experience in my life, but I'd probably forgive them too. And I realize when you look back at some of your past experiences, they might feel super hard, super challenging, super whatever. But back to that scripture that I read, I really do believe Heavenly Father consecrates our sorrows for our gains. Because I've spent so much time alone, I have a much different depth of life because I've spent that much time alone getting to know myself, getting to know Heavenly Father, getting to know that the Spirit, getting to know that inner voice. Would I have liked to have a different experience? Yeah. Am I grateful mostly for where I'm at now? Oh, yes. That last part, that wasn't edited. Like, I really did say it that fast, which almost surprised myself. But yeah, like, 
especially in a world that's crazy today. Like I think the two most important things in life to do are to be able to listen to that voice and act on what it says. And, and, my, and my mentor, Richard Paul Evans, he says the exact same thing. He said, guys, like, we re- the, the successful people, we receive those promptings too. We just act on them. When you learn to let go of everything that is holding you back, amazing things will happen. You don't have to see the other side. To let go of this side. You can let go of whatever it is you're holding on to. I mean, these podcasts are a great example. Sometimes I sit down and I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to say? <laughs> and then it just comes as I allow it to come. You can let go of the side of the wall. You don't need it to hold you up anymore. And if you're thinking that you can't possibly forgive somebody for what they've done in your life, here's a beautiful story. There was a lady that after the the Holocaust, which is where six million plus Jews were killed, murdered, she went around teaching of forgiveness and forgiving the horrible people that did that to them in those concentration camps. And one day, when she was talking about forgiveness in a basement, she looked in the back of the room and saw one of the guards from one of those concentration camps. And here she was thinking, I have, here I am preaching about forgiveness and I can't do it. I mean, how how in the world can I go back and forgive that man? My sister died in that concentration camp. And she sat there for a moment. And she uttered a very short prayer. She basically said, I'll stick out my hand if thou will give me the feeling. She stuck out her hand. She said, Brother, I forgive you. And then this overwhelming feeling came over her. And she said, with all my heart. I don't know what you're holding on to. I don't know what you're struggling with. But at the end of the day, happiness is going to come from not judging other people. It's going to come from holding them and understanding They're probably going through the most they can go through right now in their life as well. And don't try to fix them. I was the worst at this for so many years of just always wanting to fix everything. Especially as a, especially as a life coach, you know, when somebody starts talking about something, you're like, oh, cool, I get an opportunity to help them. No, they just want to talk. If, If they want to coach, they'll tell you. Free advice is worth what it costs. And sometimes when I've shared what I've thought really cool advice, it's probably not even gone through, it's probably gone through one ear and out the other. 
because that's not what they asked for. Unless they're paying you to tell them what to do with their life or unless they're asking, stop telling them and start listening. If you just started to listen, just listen to the person in front of you. I think you would be amazed at what would happen. This goes for dating as well. So often we're so in our head, oh my goodness, is my, is my hair perfect? Is this perfect? Is this other thing perfect? Did I shower today? They're not thinking about any of that. Well, unless you didn't shower and smell really bad. They might be thinking about that. They're probably thinking about the exact same thing you're thinking about. Am I good enough? Am I good enough for this person right in front of me? The less you think about yourself and the more you listen, especially to those that you're trying to impact and serve, the more you'll stop worrying about what's fair. Because you'll understand there's another human being as well that also desires and wants their dreams and hopes in life some of which they're not able to do anymore. As people get older, there's certain things that sometimes they just can't do. Yeah, I have to say, on, on Saturday, I played, I played basketball with this guy that, I mean, he's probably in his 60s. And he was so incredibly happy. You know, he, he couldn't get around that well. He was not fast in the slightest. And he, and he probably definitely, almost most definitely made us lose because <laughs> he, he couldn't play defense against a guy half his age. And I don't care. Because what he did that morning was have an infectious smile and light about him. I mean, yeah, in the moment, you're going to be a little frustrated you lost the game, but... But that smile, man, like, it was just awesome. What if you started looking more, for more of the light in other people than their darkness? Light is so much easier to see than darkness. It's like, look around your room right now. Unless you're driving, please don't. <laughs> and I want you to notice all of the shadows in your room. Shadows are an element of darkness. They're a tiny piece of darkness. And if you looked really closely, you could find tons of shadows around your room. Because the way light bounces off all of them casts the shadows. Now tonight, when you go to bed, or I mean if now, if you really want to do it, if it's dark, turn off all of your lights and close your door. And you will notice that whether it's the, the hall light from outside your bedroom, whether it's the light coming in from outside, you will notice that oftentimes there is some form of light. The darkness cannot hide the light. Like, I mean, I, I sleep in pitch, pitch, pitch black if I can. And like when I was at my sister's house, 
I was staying in the room and the TV that it has down there has this little stupid little white bar on it. We're talking two inches by an inch, if that. And I had to put a blanket over it, over the entire TV to cover up that stupid little light. Because that is the power of light. And if you start looking for the light in other people, you will find it. And if you start looking for the darkness in other people, you will find that too. Maybe it's not that the people around us are annoying us or making poor decisions. Maybe they're just struggling with their own battles. You know, I talked to a friend the other day and I was slightly jealous of the way his life was looking on social media. And the interesting thing I found is that he was actually having quite a few struggles as well. Don't judge somebody's life by what you see on social media. They are just fighting like crazy so they can have their life and dreams as well. Maybe love is the answer. Just not judging people anymore and just loving them so completely for who they are, not who you want them to be. Love everything about them. I mean, when I think of certain people in my life, well, specifically like certain girls that I've had interest in, I've just, there's certain ones I've just connected with and loved every part of them, regardless of any challenges they had. Maybe life is fair. Actually, one other thought I had on that of life being fair, you know, some people look at uh, soccer players like Ronaldo, uh, Messi, Neymar, and be like, oh my goodness, I wish I could have had their life. You might want their life now, but you wouldn't have wanted their life earlier. They all grew up in tiny houses respectfully and Portugal and Argentina and Brazil. And then they just worked like crazy to get what they wanted. So maybe it's not that life is fair. Maybe life gives us, ex- maybe Heavenly Father gives us exactly what we need to grow into what He wants us to become. What if He did? What if, what if your family, what if everything around you was really that? It was just an opportunity to grow. What if you hadn't been hurt? What if you hadn't been shafted? I mean, even if something horrible and terrible happened to you, what if that was allowed to happen to you so you could grow? And regardless of whether it was or wasn't, it doesn't matter. You've, you've been dealt the, the, the hand that you've been dealt. All you can do is play the cards. You can only play the hand that you're dealt. And the more that you complain about what you think somebody else's hand is, because in card games, you never actually know what the other person holds. You never know. We think we do, but you don't actually know. Until all the cards are laid down. You have no idea the masterpiece that your life is becoming. 
You also have no idea what masterpiece somebody else's life is becoming. Seek to look for their light and not their darkness. You know, and I think that's where I where we want to wrap up. Now, in, in case you didn't know, we will be having a... So, and I mentioned this last week, but I'm super excited. I'm going to be having a weekly Zoom meeting for those that want to come. And if, if you come and you're the only person there, cool. You get to talk to me for an hour if you want. You don't have to. But like, I'll be there. It'll be starting at 10 a.m. Pacific time. But make sure you check out the website happyandsingle.com and it'll redirect you to another page on a site that'll say if there's, if there's any type of uh, change. And it'll also have the link for the Zoom. I've been having a little bit of trouble with my website lately and I'm not like a website expert. So I've, got to, I've still got to fix that. But regardless, there will be, there will be something there. And, and I invite you, if, if you've never you know, talked to a coach or you're interested in exploring more about you know, these principles that I talk about each week, you know, the coolest thing is I do this is I get to learn. I sit down having no idea what I'm going to say, honestly. Like I have a topic and that's it. And then things kind of come to me and sometimes I'll pause the recording and look stuff up and other times I'll just kind of do my best, depending kind of how much time I have. But if you're getting value out of these, I really want to invite you to share with your friends. Like I said, my goal is to get 10,000 by the date's April 17th. And if you can help me do that, I would so appreciate it. Get 10,000 downloads. I know if everybody just shared it with a few people, it'd be super awesome. And you'd be helping your friends out a lot too. And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you. <laughs>